After a disappointing 4-1 loss at Madison Square Garden last night, the Wild turn right around and will face off at 6 p.m. tonight against the Buffalo Sabres in upstate New York. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. The Wild dropping a, a game last night 4-1 to to the Rangers. They were tied 1-1 to heading into the third period. Uh, Brock Faber pinched when he should have stayed back. The mistake was made. A two-on-one ensued, and the Rangers scored a go-ahead goal and then broke the Wild, got an empty netter late, 4-1, Wild's two-game winning streak, their only winning streak of the season, ends abruptly. So the Wild will cap their three-game road trip tonight at Buffalo. The Wild are 5-6-2. and two. A four-point road trip wouldn't be bad. So the Wild really need to get back on the winning ways uh, tonight against the Sabres, and they should hopefully be boosted by the return of the captain. And I shouldn't even say the return. I should say the 2023-24 season debut. Yes, the Wild have played 13 games without their captain, without their top defensive player, and he will return tonight after about a month, maybe a little longer, uh, after he got cheap-shotted by a Chicago Blackhawk in an exhibition game. So Spurgeon, who I just was worried the other night on the podcast when I thought it might be worse, but here he is. He's coming back, and he's back tonight, and hopefully all is well. What that means for the uh, lineup, especially for the blue line, we will see the Spurgey-Middleton pairing at one. Brodeen and Faber would be the second pairing. And then Zach Bogosian, who the Wild traded for just two days ago, who made his debut yesterday and was pretty solid, fairly noticeable, but not a game-changer by any means. He'll be paired with Johnny Merrill. The Wild optioned Damon Hunt down to Des Moines earlier today to make room for Spurgey. So I'm sorry, I said Johnny Merrill. It's Dakota Mermis. That's why I paused for so long. I was looking at the lineup. So again, it'll be Middleton and Spurgey. It'll be Brodine and Faber. And it'll be Mermis and Zach Pagosian. Johnny Merrill will likely, I say this definitively, he'll likely make his third straight trip as a healthy scratch to the press box. Maybe not. Maybe the Wild might uh, throw Merrill in with Pagosian. I would think Mermis. Mermis appeared, at least with the eye test anyways, to have a solid game yesterday. Disappointing loss. Lost by the Wild only because they came out in the first period and were outshot 14-3. They only were trailing 1-0 to the Rangers last night, which was actually when they got into the room of relief. But the reality is, why does this team almost every game come out flat? Why does it take this team 20 minutes almost every game to find their legs? It's inexcusable, And it has to make you wonder about the effort and the mental mindset of this team when the puck is dropped uh, each night to begin the game. This is becoming, we're 13 games in, two trends that are very disturbing, more than others. Actually, two and a half, maybe three. Uh, Here they are in order. Slow starts, unacceptable. We just touched on it. They fell behind 3-0 last Saturday night to the Rangers and had this incredible comeback to win. Yesterday in Madison Square Garden, they, like I said, were outshot 14-3, to spent two-thirds of the period in their defensive zone. And if it wasn't for uh, Marc-Andre Fleury playing perhaps his best game of the year, even though it was a loss, this thing would have been a blowout. So that's something that, that Dean continues to scratch his head with, and Everson has to find a solution. The other disturbing thing through 13 games, and I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's worth stating. Kirill Kaprizov is a pedestrian player right now in the NHL. Maybe only right now, 
Obviously, we think he's a superstar, as does everyone. But it isn't overacting to start to be extremely frustrated with how pedestrian his games are night after night after night. You have turnovers. You have passes to nobody. You have missed shots. It just doesn't seem like the Kirill Kaprizov we've grown accustomed to the first three seasons. Once he gets going, we think the Wild will get going, but he can't take another 10 or 15 games to figure this thing out. He's paired with Rossi and Matt Boldy. That's a good top line. Let's get that thing going. Now, the other side of that coin, Matt Boldy. Now has been back, I think, three games from injury, so he's played five of the 13 games. He needs to get it going, too. He had a real bad game two nights ago uh, against the Islanders, and the Islanders, when when the Wild beat the Islanders, uh, played a little better last night. But this line of uh, Rossi and Kaprizov and Boldy needs to get going, and surprisingly, no one needs to blame Rossi. He's playing really well. We expect the lines to stay the same. It'll be interesting, though, after some point, if they think peanut butter and jelly, we got to get Zuki back with Kaprizov. So it is worth keeping an eye on those lines as the games progress. Wild, 6 o'clock at Buffalo, trying to get back to 500 yet again. If they'd win tonight, they'd be 6-6-2. If they lose, they'd be 5-7-2. This is a pivotal game. They don't want to come home from a three-game road trip with just the two points they secured three nights ago in New York. They should go get two more tonight against Buffalo. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. Follow us on Instagram at Wild Minute Troy. If you have an email that you want me to uh, read on a future pod, email me at wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. Wild at Buffalo, 6 o'clock tonight, Bally Sports North. We'll talk to you.